So I sat down last night, ready to record this week's episode, before Game 4 even tipped off. I was ready to go off on how fucking boring these conference finals have been so far, on both sides. But for some reason I thought, let's wait, you know, let's just, let's just see how Game 4 pans out. The Rockets and the Warriors, arguably the most fun teams to watch all regular season. You know, let's see if they can make some magic happen, you know? At some point something has to give. Well fuck, I'm glad I waited. Because phew, that was that was arguably the most fun game of the playoffs so far. Both teams put on a shooting clinic. Steph, Clay, KD, Harden, CP. Everyone was rolling. All the stars were out. That is playoff basketball, baby. But I mean, after Game Three, when the Warriors won by 41 fucking points, I thought the series was done. If I'm being totally honest, I did not think Houston stood a shot in Game Four. The Warriors scored the first 12 points. It was 12 to nothing. If you turned the TV on and missed those 12 points and you saw 12-0, you would have thought, you know, these guys have just, they've, they've rolled over. It's over. But, damn, Houston was impressive, man. They were impressive. Um, Harden was pretty inconsistent most of the game. You know, he, he did drop 30, but it was a quiet 30, if you know what I mean. He wasn't on too many highlight plays. He did have a nasty drunk on, sorry, dunk on Draymond Green, though. That was disgusting. But, you know, he was a little inconsistent, firing up stupid shots. It wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't Harden's team last night. Then you have Steph. Steph came alive in the third for the Warriors, went off just like he did in Game 3. I think the Warriors went on something like a 15-0 run to close out the third, and they were up by double digits going into the fourth. At that point, I legitimately thought it was done. But, man... The Rockets, they fucking summoned up some Super Saiyan energy and brought that shit back. Chris Paul, he was unbelievable. I don't like the guy. I never really have. He always whines. I, I have been a big hater of CP for a long time now, but I cannot deny it that he turned it up last night. To quote Stephen A. Smith, that was one of the most pivotal moments of CP3's career. He showed up and he showed out. Yeah, he, he fucking did. He put the Rockets on his back, and they just kept chipping away until eventually they were up. It was, it was fun to see. Every time I looked up at the TV, you know, the Rockets were, were down by 10, then slowly 8, 6, 4, uh, 2, and then before you know it, they were up. I mean, it happened super fast, but you got to give credit where it's due. So now, this series is tied 2-2, and the Rockets have home court. Statistically speaking... The Rockets have the advantage. But come on, this is the Warriors we're talking about. They've been up, down, against the wall, on the gas pedal, you name it. Anything, any scenario you can come up with, the Warriors have already been through it. Also, also, this is a big, big also, they were missing Iguodala last night. Iggy's absence last night proved that the Warriors are more than just their four stars. They are legit a team that is the sum of their parts. And believe me, Andre Iguodala is a massive part. They needed him bad last night. They just ran out of gas in the fourth quarter. I'm telling you, he would have made a huge, huge difference. I said it before the series started, and I'll say it again. Warriors in six. I still believe that. I'm going to stick with it. 
But damn, the Rockets are making this fun. Okay, let's go out east where the Celtics, the young and upstart Celtics, took a commanding 2-0 lead against the Cavs. A lot of analysts, a lot of reporters had Bron Bron and his minions written off, but if you're a Raptors fan or if you've ever watched a Raptors game against the Cavaliers, you know better than to write off the King. The Cavs, over the last two games, they stormed back, they tied the series up, I mean, they didn't do anything special. Love still isn't playing that well. JR is inconsistent as fuck. And not a single player they got at the deadline, Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance, Rodney Hood, is doing a damn thing. But you have TT cleaning up the glass, Corver's hitting his threes, and, well, LeBron's being LeBron. And in the East, that's usually enough to get by. Now, I think, all the pressure shifts, shifts back to Boston. They're at home for game five, You know, they were feeling on top of the world after winning the first two games handily, but now it's an even playing field. It's a best of three series. I think if they lose tonight, if they lose game five, they're done. They have to get back to Boston basketball. They have to get back to the selfless brand of basketball that got them them, to where they are today. Guys like Jalen Brown and Terry Rozier were afterthoughts before these playoffs started. But the system, they bought into the system and they have become playoff heroes. If they want to have a chance at doing anything in this series, sorry, they've done a lot in this series. But if they want to have a chance at advancing, they have to get back to their brand of basketball. They can't keep playing iso ball. If you play iso ball, if you play LeBron one-on-one, that's a chess match that you are destined to lose. I think uh, the two keys for the Celtics to get back on track, to get back to playing their brand of ball, are the Marcuses, Smart and Morris. Probably the two toughest players on that team and two of Boston's leaders. They're not going to give you 20 points a game. I mean, Marcus Smart's probably not even going to give you 10 points a game, but they do everything else. Hard-nosed, tough, bare-knuckle, brawling motherfuckers. You don't want to fuck with either of those guys. I'm telling you, when they're on, when Smart and Morris are on, hustling, playing defense, stepping up to LeBron, it's contagious. The entire team falls into place and the Celtics turn into a bunch of green goblins ready to rip your heart out. They have to get back to playing like that. I'm hoping they can get it together. I'm hoping they can do that. I mean, how wild would it be if the Celtics made the finals without Kyrie and Hayward? The Raptors fan in me is crying, but the basketball purist in me is jumping for joy. I think it would be fucking insane. I'm really hoping they can do it. You know, send LeBron home, let him ponder free agency a month early. But fuck, he's been on one lately. 44 points last game. And personally, I think he's just heating up. I called Cavs in six, and I'll stick with it. We're likely looking at a fourth consecutive Cavs-Warriors finals. Prove me wrong, Brad Stevens. Please. All right. I'm out. I'll be back next week with more. Peace.